Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg podcast. The conference board, Mike, their index of consumer confidence was released for July. As expected, Americans' attitudes towards jobs and the economy declined again. Hmm. Are you shocked? No. <laughs> I was going to say. Not a bit. I mean, like, uh, shocker alert. All you got to do is go outside, Kristen. I mean, drive down the street, go to the store, go to your favorite restaurant, travel a little bit. It just doesn't feel good out there. I, you know, I've talked about this in recent shows, and I talk about it to people who come into the office. Markets, they're sort of back and forth a little bit right now, but overall down. And when it comes to confidence, one of the biggest questions we'll get, Kristen, is where do you think the market is going to go from here? Mm-hmm. I had Fox Here's Business the on the other day. Charles Payne was doing like a town hall. Yep. That was the same question over and over phrased differently. <laughs> yeah, of course. And it makes sense. That's uh, what everyone's concern would be. Well, here's what we do for a living. We manage money for individuals that are retired or close to it. So obviously that's going to be their concern as well. And what I would say is, although we don't have a crystal ball, one of the big things we look at is confidence. It could be consumer confidence. It could be home builder confidence. It could be... Um, oh, that's just, going just, down too. They're all they're all. Sorry, I'm down. not trying to be Debbie Downer. I'm just... No, and, and, and so people aren't confident. Yeah. And, okay, that makes sense. But we have to put it into context. You'd mm-hmm. say, well, all right, people aren't confident. What does that really mean? I think the best barometers that we could use now without having a crystal ball, but would be to say, look at where the market is now. Because people are sitting there looking at portfolios if they've been hanging in there. And, you know, we hate the hang in there approach. But if they've been hanging in there, they're looking at their portfolio going, well, do I continue to hang in there and just hope it gets better? Because I'll feel better about my account if I decide to make changes after it goes back to where it was. Or is it possibly going lower and should I get out now? And, and I'm having a lot of those conversations lately. And I would say there are a lot of people that are hurting right now and have a reluctancy to make a decision based on markets being off, hoping to go higher. So going back to sort of confidence. I would want all of our listeners to take a look at or consider your feelings back in February of 2020. And I know that's a long time ago, but this is pre-COVID. This is, uh, I know, maybe, you know, sort of post-election. Politically, if you're you know more conservative, maybe you weren't super optimistic about the administration. But this is pre-additional spending. This is pre-COVID. I, most people had a more positive outlook. If you looked at consumer confidence back in February of 2020, it was pretty high. Well, let's put this in terms of actually your assets and your investments. Well, the S&P 500, if we'll just use that particular index, was 20% lower than it is currently, right? And Mm -hmm. it depends on the day, but it is currently. It was 20% lower in February of 2020 than it is right now. So if you look at how did we get from where we were in February 2020 to where we are here recently in the S&P, it was all the government spending. Mm -hmm. And so when you're looking at your portfolio wondering, will it bounce up from where it is right now? Or is it going to go down from where it is right now? When we look at consumer confidence, my feeling and the way we're handling management of portfolios is, I don't think it would be a stretch for markets to pull back another 20% back to sort of a February 2020 level hmm. because people were overall feeling pretty good then yeah, about true. the market and they were feeling pretty good then about how high their portfolios were. Then we got this additional increase based on all of this government spending. So if you're looking at your portfolio right now and you're not feeling very confident, but you're wondering where it might go and you feel like you have this hang in there approach, there are things you can do to benefit from markets 
pulling back another 20%. You don't have to just hang in there. There's a way to make money when markets are going down. If you've got a lot of gains in your portfolio and you just want to preserve them, uh, there are ways to preserve those gains. You don't have to just hang in there. But Kristen, with us as uh, fee-only fiduciary advisors, we make money and we do well when our clients do well. If our clients are doing poorly, we're doing poorly. So we have a vested interest in our clients doing well. And I just feel like there's a lot of people out there that are they're worried and they're confused. Obviously, they're not confident based on the confidence numbers. But a lot of times a conversation can help with that. And what I've found by talking to our listeners as they come into the office, a lot of times we're uncovering investment options they didn't realize exist. A lot of times we're helping them protect portfolios they didn't know they could protect. But it all starts with that conversation. You can set up that conversation if you visit guardingyournestegg.com. Request that complete financial plan. It's a $1,500 value. Go to guardingyournestegg.com. I'm a DJ by trade, but mm-hmm. I've always been Clearly. told that a recession means, and I did pay a little bit of attention in economics <laughs> class, back-to-back quarters of negative economic growth. Mm-hmm. However, a blog post from the White House Council of Economic Advisors on the 21st of July said that two consecutive quarters of falling GDP does not, I repeat, does not necessarily mean the country is in a recession. Then the following day, a reporter asked the White House press secretary if they're trying to change the definition of a recession ahead of the GDP numbers that were about to be released on the 28th of July. So let me say this, you know, the strength of our labor market, along with the other economic uh, factors, is what what we generally see in a recession or even a pre a pre what is not what we generally see in a recession or even a pre-recession because we're seeing the strength of the economy and the labor market. So that's really important uh, to note there there because those are uh, key elements as we talk about that, as folks keep asking us about that. We cannot change the definition of words just because things don't look good. I mean, this is our livelihood. This is Uh, our family, you know? By the way, economics have been around. You know this. I know this. Everybody knows. For a very long time, there's a reason the definition of a recession is based on two consecutive quarters of GDP, you know, being negative because historically that holds true. And then most of the time, we don't realize we were in a session until after it already happened. It just, the, the numbers showed it after we were already in it. Now, mm-hmm. you know from our show, Kristen, we talk all the time, and our listeners, if you listen to us a lot, you know, our belief here on the Guardian Nest Egg Radio Show and at Talon Wolf Management is we're currently in a recession, and the numbers have shown it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward, and they can do this play on numbers or on words, and I guess and numbers, you know, they're going to start <laughs> moving around, you know, all the time. We aren't working with people that are 20 or 30 or 40, right? I'm concerned for those individuals. I think they're going to have a tough time. I think they have concerns like paying off mortgages, putting kids through college, eventually retiring someday. And it's going to be a really bumpy road for them. But we're working with people that are either they're currently retired or very close to it. And they're taking a look at all of this. And unfortunately, I just don't feel like there's a lot of great advice out there. People keep telling me when they come into the office and and people that come to to visit us, Kristen, and I don't want to put anybody in just a category, but I'll say typically it would be someone who is not yet retired, but they're coming up on retirement. They've had a a retirement plan through their employer and they're looking to make a transition into retirement. They've never really experienced active management of a portfolio. They hear us talk about it, right? I mean, it sounds great. Like, well, why wouldn't I want my 
portfolio actively managed, if it can show me higher rates of return and less risk, it, it, it all sounds good. So they just want to come in and find out more about how that works. Or, and frankly, more recently, because we've had volatility in markets, we're getting a lot of calls from individuals that have been working with another firm or another financial advisor. And what they keep hearing is just hang in there. And when an advisor or a firm is telling you to hang in there, what they'll do is they'll put a bunch of math in front of you and they'll put charts in front of you. It's interesting, Kristen, because every firm does basically the same thing. And, and I won't go through all the names. We know what they are. But basically, when things get tough, what a firm will do to you or for you is say, listen, you just need to hang in there because history shows that if you pull out right now and you were to miss these highs, then your average rate of return is going to be lower. And I know I've got listeners out there right now going, holy crap, my advisor just told me that because, Kristen, last week in the office, I had this conversation three times. Wow. Right. With people who said, well, yeah, I called them up. And usually the problem is they're calling the company. The company isn't calling them, right? Mm -hmm. So they're reaching out going, hey, I haven't heard from you. My portfolio is down. What are you doing about it? And then the, the representative of the company is going, well, hey, just hang in there. Because, hey, look at this 30-year chart of the S&P 500. If you had missed the five highs uh, over that period yada, of time, yada, yada. your average rate of return wouldn't be 8% per year. It would be yeah, 5 it's somewhere around there. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, Kristen. You know, they never show people is what if you had missed the five lows mm -hmm. over that 30 year period of time? What would your average then have been? The reality is nobody has a crystal ball, but active management of a portfolio. The idea is, well, we might miss the highs, but if we also miss the lows over that period of time, what history shows, and I can show this to anybody who comes in and visits with us, what it shows is a higher average rate of return net of fees with less risk to get that return. And so if I look at who our typical client would be, it would be somebody who wants the highest rate of return they can get with the least amount of volatility to get that return. So I think it's a good fit. I don't think we're a good fit for somebody who's 20 or 30 or 40 and they're just putting money into an account, hoping to retire someday. But I think we're a great fit for anyone out there that's looking to rely on their portfolio for income. They need to make sure they can maintain their standard of living throughout retirement, adjusted for inflation and taxes. And they don't wanna just hang in there. The problem is there's this sort of trust value there with, well, how can you not just hang in there? Do you have a crystal ball? Do you not have a crystal ball? How does it work? Come in, let us show you how it works. If you heard this report from Yahoo Finance the other day. The International Monetary Fund painting a grim picture for 2022 as it again slashes its forecast from its previous projections. And the big reason global inflation. And what's most jarring is that among major economies, the United States saw the sharpest downward revision. They lowered our growth estimates to 2.3% from 3.7%. I'm not a negative person, but it's starting to feel a little gloomy on the financial forecast front. But Mike and the team at Talon Wealth can help you navigate through these waters. This is, this, is, this, is, this is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Talon Private Wealth, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Private Wealth and this station are not affiliated. Information presented on this program is believed to be factual and up-to-date, but we do not guarantee its accuracy and it should not be regarded as a complete analysis of the subjects discussed. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Discussions and answers to questions do not involve the rendering of personalized advice, but are limited to the dissemination of general information.